Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to morning worship. And as always, an extra special welcome to our family and friends who are joining us from across the country and around the world. Our service this morning will be led by our minister, Katrina, and we'll also hear the voices of Nancy, Adi, Moji, Sylvia, Elaine, Graham and Lena, as well as Elizabeth and Ian. And in a moment, Bonnie and her family will be lighting our candle and we're all invited to join in in our own homes if we'd like to do that. As we sing along with the recordings of ourselves, we'll hear Paul on keyboard and Yang Yang on violin. Now this is a very special service because as well as being our service of rededication uh, for all of us, we'll be welcoming Elizabeth and Ian into the membership of our church and sharing in communion together. So if you want to be able to make your promises, you'll need to have your order of service beside you to read the words of the promises. And when we come to communion, make sure you've got something handy to eat and drink together. At 7 p.m. this evening, we gather for worship on Zoom again, when we'll be joined by our friends from neighboring churches and this evening's service will be led by Christine Johnston. Um, you should have received a copy of the October Church Magazine from me uh, by email this week. If you didn't, uh, please just let me know and I'll send you out a copy. Can I just say that it would be worth it for the photos of Neil and Anita alone? They are just fantastic. Uh, so make sure you don't miss that. Next Sunday at 11am, Katrina will lead our service of Harvest Thanksgiving and as usual, we'll be focusing on the work of Operation Agri, and there's more about that in the key as well. This year's appeal is for trees in Tanzania. Uh, now, that's very close to Will's heart, so we'll pay close attention. Obviously, we won't be able to donate using the usual envelopes, so Katrina has set up a Just Giving page where we can donate to Operation Agri using our credit card or debit card, just in the same way that we did for Christian Aid Week back in May. So again, look out for another, yet another email from me this week with a link to that Just Giving page so that we can make uh, our donation to our Harvest Appeal. Then at 7pm next Sunday, again, we'll be meeting on Zoom when Robin Green will lead evening worship. Bonnie, these are all our notices. As we gather for worship, let us join together to become the body of Christ. Christ is the light that lights our way. May we glimpse Christ's light this day. Thank you so much. Our call to worship this morning comes from the letter to the church in Galatia. And they are familiar words, I'm sure. You were all baptised into Christ, and so you are all clothed with Christ. This shows that you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Now, in Christ, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Greek, a slave or free, male or female. You are all the same in Christ. You belong to Christ so you are Abraham's descendants. You get all God's blessings because of the promise that God made to Abraham. 
And so let's come to God in prayer. Let's pray together. God of stillness, present with us now, help us to become more aware that you are with us. Wherever we are, however we feel, whatever is going on in our lives. God of glory, glimpsed in the beauty of creation, help us to become more in awe of that wonder, wherever we are, however we feel, whatever is going on in our lives. God of power, gentle strength, vulnerable fortitude, help us to experience the touch of your healing grace, wherever we are, however we feel, whatever is going on in our lives. God who meets us in the messiness and muddle of life. God who blesses us with everyday gifts of laughter and love. God who gives us the gift of community and especially of this church. Help us now to worship you. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Oh, 
one of the most wonderful things we share in together as a church is to welcome new members. Ian and Elizabeth asked me several months ago about coming into membership at Hillhead at a point when we still thought naively that by the autumn we might be physically meeting and I kind of said to them well how about we wait till the autumn so we can do it and then of course it became clear that that wasn't going to happen but they were still bless them very eager to covenant with us and so we've worked together to find a way to do this on zoom online and do you know what the mystery of how God works it doesn't matter that we are scattered across the planet it doesn't matter that we can't stand up to say the promises I don't have to do my usual if you're able please stand because actually nobody's going to stand and, and maybe that's good actually to remind us that sometimes the unity is in something different so hopefully you will have on your order of service the congregational promises for when you get to that part just a very quick logistical thing both for this and for the rededication if we all open our mics it's not going to work. Zoom may well crash and that would be a shame. So I have asked various people to speak the words through their mics for us. But please, if you want to make those promises, speak them aloud in your house. God will hear. And frankly, that's all that really matters. Doesn't matter if I hear or not. Um, if, of course, you don't feel those are promises you can make or that you would rather not, that's totally fine, too. Um, we're conscious we have lots of people with us who are from other churches and, and we don't want to ask you to make promises that are not right for you. Um, this is really for the, those who perceive themselves to be part of this community. So if you if you think, actually, yeah, this is my church community, then join in. But if you don't want to make the promises, totally fine. And I apologise, I think I'm pixelating. Um, it's a celebration day and, and those who've known me for the 20 years I've been in ministry know that it's always red for a celebration day. And of course, because I'm in Scotland, I have to have my carton jacket, which people admire, but I'm just conscious it is pixelating a bit on the screen. So if you need to look away, that's fine too. So into the formal bit. In the name of our loving God, it's our joy to welcome Ian and Elizabeth into the covenanted membership of this church. They have been disciples of Jesus for many years and are committed to serving God in this community. Today, we acknowledge and thank God for that commitment. And so I ask you, Ian Elizabeth, these questions. Do you believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, your creator and redeemer and the sustainer of all things? We do. This, this is, is the, the God, God in whom we trust. Do you believe that God has led you to share in the worship, life and witness of this local congregation? We, we do. do. And, and we, we thank, thank God for, for the, the gift, gift of, of this fellowship. Will you share with us the gifts God has given you that together we may serve God in our local community and in the wider world? We, we will. will. All we have is given by God. As Baptist Christians, we covenant together as a community of disciples of Jesus Christ. Baptised into his name, we share the joys and responsibilities of fellowship. We gather for worship and to discern the mind of Christ. 
Together, we seek the kingdom of God through prayer, witness and service. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, we seek to build one another up in love. Will you share with us in this common life and service? And will you walk together with us before God in ways that are known and yet to be made known? We We will. will. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. And now the congregational promises. Do you welcome Ian and Elizabeth into the fellowship of this worshipping community? We do. This This is is our joy and our calling. God has given us the gift of Ian and Elizabeth and through them has given us gifts for ministry in the life and witness of this congregation. Will you support them in Christian service and in the responsibilities of church membership? We We will. will. Thanks be to God. Will you pray for them? and encourage them through hospitality, friendship, and prayer. We will, will, in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and in in the name of Jesus Christ. Elizabeth and Ian, if we were physically gathered together, this is the point at which I usually get to come forward and welcome you on behalf of everyone at Hillhead Baptist Church, and then give you a hug. So I'm afraid, You have to do with a virtual hug until we can really do that. And then the whole congregation would burst into a round of applause. We can't do that either. So let's give them a wave of applause. Shall we do that? And welcome you to Hillhead and into our fellowship.
Our Bible reading is in the book of Matthew 22, 36 to 40. I'm reading for, from Good News Bible. Someone came to Jesus and asked him a question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. The second most important commandment is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. The old law of Moses and the teachings of the prophets depend on these two commandments. The next Bible reading is John 13, 31b to 35. I'm reading from Good News Bible for Muji. Jesus said, now the Son of Man's glory is revealed. Now God's glory is revealed through him. And if God's glory is revealed through him, then God will reveal the glory of the Son of Man in himself. And he will do so at once. My children, I shall not be with you very much longer. You will look for me, but I tell you, not what I told the Jewish authorities. You cannot go where I am going. And now I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. If you have love for one another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. I'm reading Philippians 214. Your life in Christ makes you strong, and his love comf comforts you. You have fellowship with spirit, and you have kindness and compassion for one another. I urge you then to make me completely happy by having the same thoughts, sharing the same love and being one in soul and mind. Don't do anything from selfish ambition or from a cheap desire to boast, but the humble toward one another, always considering others better than yourself and look out for one another's interest, not just, not just for your own.
When I was putting together the preaching plan for the key, I chose three Bible readings for today. And if you're very attentive, you will have spotted that I haven't used any of them. They were good readings. They were readings that I honestly believed had something important to say to us. Some words from the book of Joshua that call on us to be strong and courageous. Words given to a young man who was facing incredible challenges. And, and that seemed like a good thing for us to hear. Some words from the letter to the church at Ephesus that spoke about our unity in Christ, our oneness. And that seemed a really appropriate thing for a rededication service. And then the final words of the Gospel of Matthew, the, the Great Commission, the bit where Jesus tells people to go and make disciples in Jerusalem, Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. They're great. I could have done you a nice reflection on those. And if you've got the time, go and have a ponder, because I think they connect anyway with what I'm going to be saying this morning. So why have I gone somewhere else? Well, this week, I have spent more than enough time recording a 30-second segment for the Baptist Union of Scotland canopy event. And I have to say, I am hugely grateful to Anne, who has listened to my words until she can say them better than I can. Um, she's been really helpful and supportive as I've learned how to talk down the camera on my iPhone and to, to do it in, in an open space where there's a risk of road noise and wind and small people walking across the shot, just as you've managed to get it nearly right. But how do you sum up what you think God is saying to Hillhead Baptist Church in 20 to 30 seconds? Well, I'll let you into a secret, but please don't tell the Baptist Union of Scotland. I did it in 35. But what is it that lies at the heart of being Hillhead Baptist Church? Last Monday, I went for a very long walk and I gave a lot of thought to this. And I found myself coming up with a set of words all of that which begin with the letter I. Now, those who've been in Hillhead for 11 years will know the number of alliterative sermons I've done could be counted on the fingers of one foot. It's not really what I do, but a set of words beginning with I. And, and I really feel they're important words for us today. The first one is about being interconnected. Interconnected with Baptist Christians here in Scotland, yeah, of course, that's, that's one of the themes that's important to the Canopy event. But also with people in other places, people who aren't Baptists, people who aren't Christians. And with creation itself, that was one of the strong themes that we kept recurring during the summer, that we are part of creation, not separate from it. I was really firmly reminded about our commitment to inclusiveness, to be a church that delights in human diversity and that we seek to make the good news accessible to as many people as possible, to speak out for justice and truth, even when that risks being ridiculed or rejected. And I'm still working that one out. I still have a way to go in that risking ridicule and rejection, I'll be honest. But it seemed important to say in my 35 seconds that we are an inclusive church. 
let the reader understand. And I guess tied up with that is the word integrity. Integrity to speak out for justice and truth. It's really important that we do that. And that means we need to be intelligent. And I don't mean by that super knowledgeable. I don't mean we've read every theology book there is. I don't mean we've read every argument there is. But as Jesus might have put it himself, to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. To choose carefully and prayerfully the words we use, the actions we take and the contexts with which we engage. Some of that means we have to be innovative. And I really want to say yet again how proud I am of how everybody who's here this morning and a number who can't be for various reasons, how proud I am with you for sticking with Zoom Church, for being prepared to try new things, to do strange creative activities in your own homes, to sing along to recordings of ourselves and others, to sing songs we perhaps don't know, but also songs we do know, to do things that are imaginative, but things that might go wrong. And I think everybody's been so gracious. We've had days when my Zoom's crashed. We nearly had a day when my Zoom was going to crash this morning. Thankfully, thus far, it's holding up. But, you know, we, we've become really adept at innovation in a gentle and um, affirming way, I'd like to say. And all of these things about being interconnected, inclusive, holding on to our integrity, being intelligent and innovative, these need to be incarnated. That's my theological word for today. It just means we need to live it out in our everyday lives, when we're together and when we're apart. Way, way back at the very end of the last century, one of my college tutors would always say, so what kind of God and so what? It didn't matter if we were talking about preaching or pastoral care or mission, but what kind of God and so what? I think the readings that I ended up with this morning but also the two hymns that Ian and Elizabeth have chosen for us help us to reflect on those questions. Jared Cooper's hymn, King of Kings, which we've already sung, speaks of Christ as a gentle saviour, a close friend whose love is faithful and true. And Matt Redman's 10,000 Reasons that we will sing a little later on speaks of a God who is slow to anger and is kind-hearted. What a wonderful God, a faithful God, a God who never lets us down, a forgiving God who gives us endless fresh chances, a God who picks us up, dusts us off, sets us on our feet and always, always loves us. And so what? Well, the loving, faithful God calls those who would follow Jesus to emulate those same 
characteristics. The people in the church at Philippi were reminded to be kind. The church in Galatia was reminded of the universal and inclusive nature of the gospel. And then Jesus, we have to go back and find what Jesus says. Absolutely. So what does he say? Right at the center. Love God. Love your neighbor. Love yourself. Love one another as I've loved you. You see, to love God is to love others, to recognize that we are interconnected. And to recognize that we are interconnected means a wholehearted commitment to walk together with God, to be salt and light in the creation of which we're part, to be good news for all creation. And we're called to do that locally in Glasgow, nationally, in the UK, in Scotland, in Europe, in the country, other countries where some of you are resident, and to do so globally to the whole of creation. Amen. The sun comes up, it's a
my strength is failing The end draws near and my time has come Still my soul will sing your praise unending Ten thousand years and then forevermore Bless the Lord Bless the Lord, oh my soul Oh, oh my soul Worship His holy name For all your goodness sing like So now we come to our rededication, when we make promises to each other and to God to walk together for another year. Those who've been around for 11 years know that these are basically the, the promises we made uh, when I joined the church here at Hillhead. And we've used them on and off uh, since then to remind ourselves and made a few tweaks along the way. And I have slightly paired it back. For use on zoom because i thought you listening to me reading out the whole wimps covenant would not be the most edifying use of our time and we are grateful that lena is going to read the congregational responses for us um, within this act of rededication but if you would like to say them at home please do so today we gather recognizing the christ in our midst affirming our faith in the God who loves us with a love that transforms us and who calls us to work for a transformed world. Today we gather, recognising Christ in each other, affirming the calling of the Spirit who has brought us together this day. Today we bring ourselves and the gifts we have and renew our covenant vow to serve and encourage this church and community, to respect and care for each other, to take responsibility for the people we are and the people we hope to be in Christ, and to encourage one another as we make this journey together. Creating and redeeming God we give you thanks and praise. Your covenant of grace was made for our salvation in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We come this day to renew our covenant with you and with companion disciples, to watch over each other and to walk together before you in ways known and still to be made known. Pour your spirit upon us. Help us so to walk in your ways 
that the promises we make this day and the life that we live together may be an offering of love, our duty and delight truly glorifying to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This day, we give ourselves again to the Lord and to each other to be bound together in fellowship and to work together in the unity of the Spirit for the sake of God's mission. God of life, you call us and envision us. We give ourselves today to each other and to you, trusting that as you call us, so you covenant to share this journey with us, to nurture and sustain our lives together and to guide our paths. Amen. let's come to God with our prayers for others and for each other. And in our prayers today, I would like you, if you can, to imagine that you are by a body of still water. It might be a pond. It might be a slow moving river or even the sea on a very calm day. And in your imagination, to take a single smooth pebble and to throw it into the middle of that water, the pond or the river or the sea. Enjoy the sound of that plop and any splashes that arise. And then allow your eye to be drawn to the ripples spreading out from the center. Loving God, who entered our experience as Jesus of Nazareth and who is active in our world by your spirit's inspiration. We offer to you now these ripples of prayer. Spreading out from ourselves 
and reaching out to the ends of the earth. We start in the middle where we drop the pebble and pray for ourselves. Frail and fallible creatures, easily unsettled or upset by events and emotions. May your gentle love surround us. And may you renew our courage and commitment as we continue to follow Jesus. This same love ripples out to those closest to us, to our family and friends, and to this local congregation of which we are part. Today, we thank you for Elizabeth and Ian, who have made their covenant to walk with us, and ask you to bless them as they begin to exercise their gifts among us. From our prayer diary, we call to mind Mary P and Paul P, Jenny, Leslie and Alistair, Grace and Will, Nancy, Lizzie and Petrie, Jean R, Sylvia and Norman, Ailey, John, Owen and Ethan, Joan R. Nula, Jonathan, Idris and Casper. Help us to delight in each of these friends, to love and cherish them for who they are, and to discover more of you glimpsed in each one of them. The ripples move further out. And we pray for this city of which we are part. And especially we think of the thousands of students whose university experience is disrupted and bewildering. We think too of all who are employed in education at every level and for every age group as they face huge challenges every single day of the week. Surround them with your love and keep them safe. Further out still, and our ripples take us to Baptists elsewhere in Scotland and throughout the British Isles as we are invited to lift to God the churches in Nairn, New Prestwick and Newton Mairns, and to recall the witness and work of our sister union, the Baptist Union of Great Britain. May each church, may each union of churches be assured of your calling and of your blessing as they serve you. Onwards and outwards flow the ripples. And BMS World Mission this week invite us to focus 
focus our thoughts on the work of churches fulfilling the Great Commission, especially in Thailand, Peru and France. May those who serve you as pastors and evangelists be strengthened and equipped for the tasks they face and assured that they are held in your love so far away from their homelands. Now, the ripples reach the end of the pond, the riverbank, disappear into the sea. And we think of the wider world, of situations and places where all we know is what the media tell us, and that may not always be reliable. So we pray for peace, for hope, for justice, for liberation, and over all of it, compassion, compassionate, loving kindness. We pause and in our imagination, watch as the last ripples fade away and all is still again. Help us to rest secure in the knowledge that you are our still centre. That you never change. And your love is unending. All this we pray in the name of Christ. Amen. Already today we've shared much together and in some sense we have been in communion with each other and with God and that is really really good. Today we're physically scattered and by the wonder of technology 
we can connect with each other as well as with God. And, and that's really good too. Today we've welcomed in Elizabeth into covenanted membership of our church. And we've rededicated ourselves to walk together with God for another year for the foreseeable future. And that's really good too. And today we're going to share in one of the most profound mysteries of interconnectedness that is available to us. One that is not limited by place or time. One that is not restricted by physical togetherness or diminished by virtual participation. But actually one that transcends human understanding. Because in our diversity as people, in our different places, and in the assortment of things we've chosen to eat and drink, we will declare our connectedness with each other, with all followers of Jesus, and with Jesus himself. And so let's remind ourselves of the story the Apostle Paul tells us when he wrote to some believers in a place called Corinth. He wrote this, I received from the Lord what I passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he'd given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So let's follow the example of Jesus, shall we? Let's pray our thanks to God. Kind, gentle, loving God, we thank you for the many ways that your love for us is expressed. We thank you for each other, for our siblings in Christ, known and loved by you. We thank you for the food and drink we've chosen to bring to this moment so that, together, we may relive the memory of communion's past, anticipate the hope of perfect communion beyond this life, and in the here and now, make communion with each other and with you. Amen. So Jesus, having blessed the bread, broke it and he shared it with his friends. And so whatever we've got to eat, let's do that with thankful hearts and remember. And Jesus, having blessed the wine, took the cup and shared it with his friends. And so whatever we've chosen, let's drink that with thankful hearts and remember.
we remember that Jesus died to redeem all creation. We recall that Christ rose to reveal God's promises. We rededicate ourselves to walk with Jesus Christ until all is renewed in God's eternal love. Amen.
promise-making God walk with us as we go from here. Promise-keeping God, hold us safe in your love. Promise-fulfilling God, strengthen and encourage us to live the faith we profess today and always. Amen.